This episode is sponsored by Mother Earth Pillows. Mother Earth Pillows are the original herbal flaxseed pillows handcrafted in Missouri. Made from golden flax with a little magic and a lot of love, they offer the highest quality products for self-care and for therapists. Available with and without scented herbal blends, Mother Earth Pillows are made from food-grade golden flaxseed that hold heat and cold longer than similar products. With 100% cotton fabric and recyclable and reusable packaging, you can feel good about using Mother Earth pillows in your massage treatments and retailing to your clients. To get free shipping on your next order of over $50, use coupon code BLUEPRINT, not to be used in combination with other coupons or on sale items. Visit massagebusinessblueprint.com slash motherearth to learn more and order your Mother Earth pillows. That's massagebusinessblueprint.com slash motherearth. Hey everyone, welcome to the Massage Business Blueprint Podcast, where we discuss the business side of massage therapy. I'm Michael Reynolds. And I'm Melissa Haynes. And we're your host today. Glad you've joined us today for this episode. Thanks so much. Uh, Alyssa, anything new in your world? It is raining here for the weather update. I had my sushi for lunch. I think I'm all caught up on our pre-show updates. It's clear and cool here, and I am going to have a, a plate of tater tots for lunch. Oh, and give me your tots. <laughs> I know. I'm having, I got my roommate this like really great convection toaster oven for Christmas and because the old one was just terrible, and it makes tater tots like super crisp and crunchy in like 15 minutes, so I have it warming right now. I'm going to throw the tater tots in as soon as we're done recording, and so here's the thing. Dr. Boyfriend does not like tater tots, which at first what? I was like, this is a, I know, I was like, this is a huge character flaw. I don't know if I can love you. And then I was like, wait, now I never have to share my tater tots because the kids don't like them either. Yeah, it's actually a win. Right? So anyhow, I'm having tater tots for lunch and it's uh, cool and clear here. So we're done. We're done you with our what? banter. I believe tater tots are gluten-free. Yes, they are. So I can enjoy them as well. Yes. Yes, you can and you should. All right. I probably will in your future now that they're on my mind. So today's topic, I kind of made fun of you about today's topic before we started, but actually it's a really good topic. You're right. Thank <laughs> and, you. And it is, should I allow comments on my blog? Yeah. And this is, uh, you know, yet another topic that came up for discussion in our premium member Facebook group. And we actually had a situation where one of our premium members uh, got a comment on one of her blog posts and it was a comment from another massage therapist. Now, mind you, this is a website for her massage clients and her massage business. And she got a comment from another massage therapist that was really negative. And so this topic kind of came up and our member handled it really well. Um, she chose to let the comment sit there and she responded to it in a very like gracious way. And it was fine. Like anyone who read that would be like, wow, this business owner is really kind and gracious. All right. Even though this other commenter is a jerk face. So, but the topic came up, should I allow comments? And somebody jumped in and said, do delete it, which by the way, I think if somebody's negative on your blog, you could delete it, but that'll be the next topic. Um, and, and also one of our, our friends said, I don't allow comments on my blog and I'm cool with that. And then one of our other members said, you know, I do get like comments on my blog. I like to have another way to interact with my clients. And 
sure, sometimes, you know, unless you're a really big blogger, you're not going to get tons and tons and tons of traffic and comments anyway. So you just moderate them. And if it's spam, you just send it to the spam box. And if it's super negative, you get to decide if you're going to delete it or if you're going to uh, respond to it in a gracious way or not. You get to decide. So I think you should leave comments open. And my opinion here is that both are just fine. I personally do not allow comments on my massage blog. Comments are closed. Partly because I don't want to deal with it. I don't, and also because I feel like my client base and my potential client base, if they really want to comment, they're going to drop me an email with their thoughts or they're going to comment when I post it on social media and they'll, they'll comment in that venue. And I just don't want to deal with it. It's a thing that I don't want to handle. And I'm okay with that. It may, you know, lessen opportunities for conversation with potential clients. I've decided I'm okay with that. In the same way that I decide I'm not going to worry about people who call me and hang up and don't want to use my online scheduling system. I have decided I am okay with closing that channel of communication and not stressing about it at all. You may decide differently. If you decide to allow comments on your blog, I think that that's great. But before I jump into that, I want to talk about today's halftime sponsor, Michael. Who is today's halftime sponsor? We are giving a shout out to the Center for Barefoot Massage today. Yay! The Center for Barefoot Massage offers Ashiatsu continuing education classes all across the country, lots of different areas. They focus on a unique blend of anatomy-driven, game-changing, career-saving Fashi Ashi courses that will empower you to provide massage techniques with your feet. They are the leader in this movement of a niche market that offers massage therapists an opportunity to stay in their profession longer, to not break their bodies, and to even retire their hands. or to at least use your feet as accurately and efficiently as hands. So if this is exciting to you, and I have to say I do Ashiatsu work, it is exciting to me. You can visit massagebusinessblueprint.com slash barefoot to learn more. That's massagebusinessblueprint.com slash barefoot. And I just want to make note that I adore having them as a sponsor. They are lovely. Our friend Jenny Spring is a co-owner of the Center for Barefoot Massage, and we were just talking about how much we like her and how cool she is. And she runs some mad social media people. So you should totally check out Center for Barefoot Massage on Instagram. And also Jenny at Healing Soul, and it's H-E-E-L-I-N-G-S-O-L-E. That's her massage business that is strictly Ashiatsu in San Antonio. And Michael's going to give me um, a lecture because I went too long with our halftime spot, but I don't care because Jenny is awesome. So let's move back <laughs> I was, into- I was listening along intently, so- I didn't even take a breath for most of that. Right? I, just loved, I just love Jenny, and she's going to be our guest on a deep dive episode in upcoming weeks, which I am super excited about because her business- is just, it's a thing of beauty. Well, I also love Ashiatsu because we actually have a member in our course right now that does Ashiatsu and it helps you differentiate your massage practice. And we're all about niching and differentiating. So it's got that going for it too. We are. So Michael, I'm just going to jump right in and completely without warning or preparation, ask you if I was going to allow comments on my massage practice blog what do you think? What if, if someone who is not a niche client, like not a potential client, leave, leaves a negative comment, what do I do with that? 
don't worry, I saw the question coming. So uh, <laughs> nice try trying to throw me off guard there. So uh, I would, so yeah, the comment thing, I agree with you, comments or not, it really doesn't matter. It's based on what you feel comfortable with and how you're going to use it. But if someone does post a negative comment, a lot of people just say, well, just delete it. You know, just, just, just ignore stuff and just delete it or whatever. Um, that's not my favorite approach. Uh, now, if it's truly abusive and just out of left field and, you know, does not, is not worthy of a response, then yeah, maybe deleting it's okay. Like if it's, you know, just out there, but if someone's posting something negative, I always ask, is that an opportunity to come out with more information, take the high road and elevate the conversation? So I think it depends on the type of negative comment, but if someone posts something negative, maybe it's about your massage you know, practice or something like, you know, oh, you're, you know, terrible service or whatever. Well, at that point, assuming you are right, you could take a chance to, or have a chance to set the record straight and follow up saying, oh, I'm, I'm sorry that this, uh, you know, I'm sorry that you have this impression. Uh, here is actually what happened. Um, here's how we could make it right. Could you give me a call and we can work it out? And you come out looking much more mature, much more professional, and people will see that. I think we're always terrified of, oh, someone's going to criticize me in public, and that's going to be my, my negative mark forever. And that's really not how things work. People are smart enough to see when someone responds appropriately with class, with intelligence, with articulate communication, that generally helps them come out looking even better, and the person that is being negative and abusive even comes out looking pretty bad. So... Obviously, there's a spectrum. There is, you know, fairly benign, reasonable criticism, and then there's abusive, off the wall, out of left field criticism. And depending on where that comment is in the spectrum, you're going to respond accordingly. But don't always go straight to deleting it or even like, you know, arguing back and stooping to their level. Sometimes it really is an opportunity to come out with an even better impression than before. What do you think? I totally agree. And, um, yeah, I don't really have anything to add to that. <laughs> except I, that I totally a bit, agree. so hopefully that kind of, you know. <laughs> no, that wasn't rambled. That was strategic. Um, I liked it. And yeah, so, you know, I always feel weird when the answer to the question is like so incredibly simple, but comments are fine. Not having comments are fine. Deleting negative comments is totally fine. It's your space. You're allowed to deal with it however you want. And also there's an opportunity to take the high road and show how classy you are. Well, here's something else. Can I add one more thing about um, commenting on or off? Yes. So uh, Chris Brogan, who you and I both follow and uh, respect and like his work and stuff, he's a prominent business expert, speaker, consultant, author, and he's at chrisbrogan.com. And this re reminds me of, I think it was a few years ago, actually, he came out with this big, bold statement saying, I'm going to stop allowing comments on my blog. And his blog gets like a gazillion visitors every day. It's really, really popular. It's one of the top business blogs out there. And he has a huge following. And a lot of people thought he was crazy. And his explanation was, I am seeing that conversation is happening more on social networks than on individual blogs. Now, he actually got lots of conversation on his blog. Even He got like 20, 30, 40 comments on any given article usually with good conversation. But he decided to turn comments off of his blog because he wanted to kind of go with the grain of the internet, so to speak, and say, you know what, I'm going to encourage people to, you know, share my blog and share my articles, but the conversation is going to happen on Facebook or on LinkedIn. And that's where people naturally want to talk. And so he wanted to make sure that 
conversation around his content happened where people naturally wanted to have that conversation. So he just kind of steered people in that direction and didn't want to mess with moderating his blog and messing with spam and stuff. And so from his perspective, that kind of made sense because there's nothing wrong with turning off comments on your blog and just saying, you know what, conversation is going to happen on Facebook. If people are going to have a conversation when I share it, you know, the comments are going to happen right there. And that's just kind of where people like to talk. So that may be an approach you want to consider as well. Makes sense to me. Yeah. Seems to be working for him. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. And, um, and I'm all for anything that gives me less work and things to manage on a daily basis. Yeah. We allow comments on the massage business blueprint blog. And for the most part, it's very classy and people have very thoughtful commentary, but I can see a day coming when it may be less classy. <laughs> um, I don't know if you noticed, but we got hit with some spammers yesterday <laughs> and I, yeah. I spammed yeah. like eight comments in a row from like massage offices in Dubai or some crap like that. I, I just did see that. Yep. I couldn't even whatever. It's not um, too bad so far, but I think no. it could get worse and we may, you know, we may reevaluate that at some point. But for the most part, our blog gets really good conversation. And um that's all I have to say on the topic, Michael. Yeah. Good one. Oh, good. You uh, know what? Good, yeah, good. Let's can we um can we just take like a moment for two random shout outs? And the first one is Why gonna not? be the, the first one is going to be for someone else, and then the second one's going to be for us. So the first one is I just want to give a shout-out to our friend Rianne at Balance and Peace oh, Massage yes. in Panama City. It's Panama City, Florida, I think. Um, that's a thing, right? That's a place. Yes. And um, it's Balance <laughs> it's and a, Peace. It's a real life um, place. <laughs> I will find the website as we chat here. But um, Rianne, tell, tell the people why we're mentioning Rianne. Because she is, I think, the first, to my knowledge, of our community that has started her own podcast. And I'm actually Googling her website right now so we can find it as well. It's, but, it's uh, balanceandpeace.com. Easy enough. Um, and that's her website. But um, I don't know that the podcast is hooked in particularly there yet. But oh, you can right. go to iTunes and you can uh, – and she's probably in the other major podcast things. I'm going to check on that right now. Um, but you can go to iTunes and look for Balance and Peace podcast. And she's on like episode, episode three or four right now. And it's just Rianne doing this amazing podcast about the kind of massage that happens at her two offices. And um, it's delightful and it's hilarious. She's really good at it. She's good. And, you know, and it's... I love the way she does it, and I want to acknowledge at the same time that there's a million different ways to do a podcast, but a little inspiration, if you need a nudge, check it out, because she's amazing, and I'm saying it out loud so that it happens. We're going to make Michael do a webcast soon on how to do your own podcast, so yes. that people who are yes. afraid of the tech notion of it uh, can get over that hump, and... That's what I, that's the first plug. And then the second plug I wanted to mention is we have a course that's starting up in like, I don't know, three weeks or something, maybe a little less than that now. And it's the transformational journey course. And uh, Michael, tell the people what that's about. Yeah. So as the name implies, it is a transformational journey. <laughs> so clever, I know, but it's designed to go through a number of different segments of your business. So the very first thing we do right out of the gate is address marketing and we help you to define a niche and a differentiating focus of your massage practice so that 
instead of looking like every other massage therapist in your community, you end up looking different and more specialized and therefore more special and more sought after. And so we help you kind of set that up. And we put together a marketing plan, we put together systems, we uh, pull apart your intake process, we blow up your, you know, your charting and all the stuff that you really need to get hammered down. And really, as the name implies, again, we want to elevate your practice to uh, an even better uh, level of service and marketing and delivery and operations and finance and everything that goes into running your practice we elevate it to a higher level that helps you stand out among other therapists and therefore get more business and make more money. So it's really, really good. We're really, really proud of it. And the course we, the, the first course we ran started last year and it's wrapping up here in a few weeks, but or maybe about a month or so. And we are having a wonderful time. We've had some amazing work happen in our, uh, in our course and we're about half full for the one coming up. So now's the time to, to jump in. There we go. You covered it. Massagebusinessblueprint.com slash elevate. I'll say sign up. And I say you should sign up too. I agree. And that's, that's how we do commercials here at <laughs> massagebusinessblueprint.com. We're so good at this. All right. That's All right. a great place to stop. What do you think? Take us out, Michael. All right. Thanks for putting up with us today. I mean, listening today. We appreciate that. Uh, as a reminder, you know where to find us. Our website is massagebusinessblueprint.com. Email us questions or comments at podcast at massagebusinessblueprint.com. And uh, we love all the iTunes reviews we've been seeing lately. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for that. It really means a lot. Uh, so we appreciate that. And uh, thanks again for joining us. We'll see you next time. And you can totally get Rianne's podcast on Spreaker.com. I'll put a link in the podcast notes. I just found it and have a great day. There you go.